Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast, where health junkies get their weekly fix of tips, tools, and techniques to have limitless energy, sharp minds, and fit physiques for life. Hey, health junkies. On this episode of the Health Fix Podcast, I'm interviewing Katherine Arnston, and we're going to be talking about spirulina, chlorella, these microalgae and their benefits for health and longevity. Now, Catherine is a wealth of information, and boy, is she going to drop a whole bunch of information on you in this podcast. Catherine is the owner of Energy Bits, the company that sells spirulina and chlorella, and gosh, does she have a lot of information. I learned quite a few things about microalgae that I had no idea, like our benefits for energy, benefits for detoxing, and more. So... Sit down, buckle up. This is going to be a really good one for a whole bunch of information. And you guys are going to learn a ton. So let's introduce you to Katherine Arnston, Energy Bits, Spirulina, Chlorella, and the powers of microalgae. Hey, health junkies. I have Katherine Arnston on today. And my goodness, we are having a good laugh already about (laughs) her company, Energy Bits, not Bites, not to be confused with Bites. So We've got that out of the way. Catherine, welcome to the Health Fix Podcast. Well, thank you for having me here. Yeah, it's always fun to talk with knowledgeable folks like you and get to share with the things that I've learned over the last 15 years. (laughs) Well, I am looking forward to learning about the, I mean, let's put it this way. You, You said it so perfectly earlier that people are afraid of what they don't know. And when you've got little bits that are green, like chlorella and like spirulina, algae. Folks are like, algae, isn't that that stuff that that we had to get rid of in our fish tank? You know, what isn't that what we don't want? Why would we want to put it in our body? So today we are going to talk all about why you do want it in your body and, and all those things. So of course, like with every podcast, I do like two seconds of how the heck did you come to think about algae? How did you become the algae expert? Yeah, I know it, it is a crazy thing. So um. <clears throat> I tell people I didn't choose algae, it chose me. <laughs> it was an uh, an act of the universe. Um, uh, I live in Boston, Massachusetts, although I'm Canadian and all my education was in Canada. I did an MBA in international business. And I mentioned that because my whole algae journey started in Canada when my younger sister, who I'm very close to 15 years ago, developed breast cancer. Um, now I want everyone to know that she's completely healed and uh, we celebrate her being cancer-free every year. But 15 years ago, as she was preparing for her chemotherapy, her oncologist, which is a cancer specialist, told her she needed to change her diet to an alkaline diet because it would be important for her healing. Now, they didn't tell her what an alkaline diet was or what, what specifically it did. So the first call my sister made was to me, her big sister, who loves her. And I'm just a good researcher. You know, I knew nothing about nutrition. So I, if you don't know anything about nutrition, I was exactly in your shoes 15 years ago. So I said, I have no idea what this alkaline diet stuff is, but I will find out. And I did. It was basically a plant-based diet because of the phytonutrients and the chlorophyll that have been proven to help build your immune system. So I did research on what she should eat, what she shouldn't. Uh, she did good though, go through chemo and she completely healed. Meanwhile, I started doing, I discovered PubMed, never heard of something called PubMed before. It's now my happy place. And after reading about 100 or 200 of these articles about plant-based nutrition and the importance of the, uh, how important they were for your health, I thought, man, 
somebody has to get this out to the world because 15 years ago, nobody was talking about plant-based nutrition. So I just thought, well, I'm going to give it a try. I have no nutritional education. I did go back to school. I got a health coaching certificate from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, also known as IIN. I taught nutrition for a year, helped plant-based nutrition. But what truly led me to algae in a big way was when I was teaching these, uh, giving my lectures at corporations and hospitals, tell, trying to get people to eat more vegetables, everyone said, oh, it's too much work. They're having to carry over the grocery store. They, they, you know, they give me gas or, or they take too long to, to clean, to cook, to eat. My husband won't eat them. My kids won't eat them. They go bad early. So I thought, okay, if I can't get people to eat more vegetables, I have to find a way to get the nutrition of vegetables into them without any work. And I had no idea what I was going to find, but I was determined to find it. And I just dug into everything I'd found for my sister. And when I got to algae, that was when the miracle happened. Because the first thing is, it's the most, algae is the most alkaline food in the world. And I can talk, uh, we'll talk a little bit if you want about the importance of alkalinity at the P at the cellular level. Yeah. Um, so that box is checked. Turns out algae is the most nutrient dense food in the world. Yes. First of all, algae is food. It is not a supplement. And B, it has a thousand times more nutrition than anything else in the world. And that's a quote from NASA. One to a thousand. That's pretty, that's pretty powerful. Um, also, algae is the most studied food in the world. There's almost 100,000 studies documenting all the health benefits. We're not, this goes way beyond giving you energy and satisfying your hunger. This is things like stopping chronic disease, improving longevity, helping with brain health, reducing uh, inflammation, like 100,000 studies. You can't argue with that. That's not, that's more than a footnote for sure. Um, <laughs> then I found out algae has been used daily for 60 to 60 to 70 years in Asia, it's one of the biggest agricultural crops. Again, it's food in Asia. It's as big as the beef industry is here. And they take it every day. And by the way, the Japanese have the best longevity, lowest cancer rates and lowest obesity rates. And then the best part of it all is that I found out that you could get algae. Uh, it, it grows in, in we will tell you about ours. We grow it in triple filtered spring mountain water. Then we air dry it without heat, which is very important because it preserves all the nutrients. And there's a couple key ones that you really want that stop heart disease and cancer. But the most important thing is it comes in these tiny little tablets that are about the size of a baby aspirin. And each one of these tablets has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. So while I'm talking to you right now, I just had a plate of vegetables. How <laughs> easy is that? Now I will admit most people swallow the spirulina because it's very chewy, very earthy. Not everybody likes the flavor, but the chlorella does is very chewable. But mm -hmm. now in seconds, if you can swallow water, you can get all the nutrition that you want effortlessly. We're talking highest protein in the world. The uh, United Nations has endorsed spirulina as the answer to world hunger for 50 years because it has three times the amount of protein in steak. It has the highest chlorophyll in the world. And you're going to find out how critical chlorophyll is for your health because it builds your blood, among other things. It has 40 vitamins and minerals so it can eliminate many of your other supplements, including your multivitamin, your fish oil, your cocutin, your biotin. And if you don't like vegetables, you never have to eat another one again, because you'll get all the nutrition, not the fiber, but you'll get all the nutrition that you need from algae. So, so when I found all that out, uh, I realized that's the answer. That is the answer to just about everything, because as you're going to find out, the health benefits are literally endless. But They've never been explained to you. And also the quality has been very poor up until now. Most algae 
up until now, because it's been sold here for 60 years, has come from Asia, or yeah. for, for China rather, not a lot of controls on the growing techniques. And no one's ever explained the science of what exactly it is. So people put it in their smoothie, they know it's a superfood, but they're not really sure what it does. So I'm gonna tell you today exactly what it does. And, and there's so much science behind it that I want you to understand it because when you understand your body and how and what it needs and how algae gives your body and your mitochondria, because we're gonna deep dive on mitochondria today, um, you'll see that algae is the key that unlocks everything. And the reason is nobody's gone after it or you know it started really endorsing it because a they don't know about it because it's not grown here and b it's not very sexy i mean all the biohacking that's going on and you know red light therapy and cryotherapy and hyperbaric therapy you know and cool new supplements uh, uh stem cell therapy that's all the hot exotic stuff right algae I mean, it was the first life on earth 3.8 billion years ago. And you think of it as pond scum. So yep. nobody's really helped you understand that this thing that was the first life on earth, a gift to us from mother nature, the universe, God, whatever you want to think about it, it's here for a reason and it's here to nourish us. Um, and so I, I actually design all the packaging and I try to make it really attractive so I can help you get over the barrier of what it is um, because I can't help you if I can't get it in your mouth. <laughs> right. So, true. so as you're going to find out, algae is a rock star. And if, if uh, you want to live long and live well, um, I just, you're going to want this stuff every single day for the rest of your life. Like I do. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I mean, there's two things I'm thinking of right away. You know, of course, one, a lot of people are going to be like, okay, so how are you growing it? If you're not getting it from Asia, how are you growing it? And then the other one is three times the amount of protein that is in a steak. Please explain. So yeah. I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. Well, um, I'll just start with how we grow it. We grow it in Taiwan. I, I, um, most of it, the cheaper algaes come from China. Uh, Taiwan is um, known for having that gold standard for algae, sort of like Kobe beef is the gold standard for, for beef. So here's a couple of pictures of our uh, farms. Here's a spirulina farm and here's a chlorella farm. It's called hydroponic. And a lot of vegetables are grown hydroponically, tomatoes, lettuce, and the reason why this is really important is because algae will absorb whatever's in the water. So you never want algae. It's the only thing that you don't want grown wild. Mm. There is algae in the lakes and the rivers and the streams. And by the way, let me help define what algae is because it's it's, yeah. its own food category. And there's two main types of algae. One is um, macroalgae and the other one is microalgae. Macroalgae is that stringy stuff that washes up on shore also known as seaweed or dulse or kelp. Now it's only in the sea, which is why it's called seaweed. Um, now it's also good for you because it has lots of fiber, lots of iodine, but has virtually zero nutrition. High fiber, zero nutrition. You can buy a bag of kelp noodles and there's like five calories in there because there's virtually no nutrients. Microalgae is the complete opposite. And that's what we're talking about today. It's microscopic, so you can't even see it. In fact, something like a million cells of microalgae could fit on the head of a pin. And it has virtually it either has zero fiber or virtually no fiber. Spirulina has zero fiber, but it is the most nutrient dense food in the world. And it is everywhere. Seaweed is only in the sea and high fiber, no nutrition. Microalgae, the sea, the lakes, the rivers, the stream, 
the soil, your aquarium, your swimming pool, but the most nutrient-dense food in the world, if it's grown carefully, like ours is. Frankly, almost everybody who does sell spirulina or chlorella, whether it's from Target or from us, grow it in, in fresh water too, because you just can't grow it in the ocean. There is a company that does grow it in Klamath Lake. I won't name who it is, but you do not want that because the wild bodies of water have microtoxins in them and algae will absorb the microtoxins because it's impossible to keep them out. Um, and we do, we're the only company I know that does third-party lab tests here in the United States at an FDA approved lab because we sell our algae through doctor's offices, naturopaths, homeopaths, um, uh, chiropractors. And so they need to be sure that the nutrients we say are in there are actually there and that there aren't any heavy metals and there's no microtoxins. So we do full sets of labs. They cost us tens of thousands of dollars, but we do them every uh, every batch, which is pretty much every year. We're about to do another set of tests now. And of course, we never have microtoxins because the algae is grown in fresh water. So you need to be very careful about where you source the algae from. And as you'll find out, you know, well, I'll mention it now because um, as I said, we grow it in fresh water. Then we air dry it in 15 seconds, air dry it, but without high heat into a powder. And then we just press them into these little tablets that are called, we call them bits because they're bits of nutrition. But that the point that we don't use high heat is so important. I can't underemphasize it because high heat will kill enzymes. And um, oops, I, I knew when I started the company that um, enzymes were important. I didn't know how important, but, and I only recently learned about one called superoxide dismutase, which mm. is a mouthful also called known as SOD. And you're going to find out it is a critical antioxidant for protecting your mitochondria from free radical damage. And as you're going to learn today, your mitochondria determine everything that has to do with your health, good or bad. So you want to preserve those mitochondria and SOD is the way to do it, except you can't get it in any other food and your body stops making it after the age of 30. So so this is my theory of why aging happens after the age of 30 and 40s, because our poor little mitochondria don't don't have any protection anymore. They're exposed to all this, all these free radicals, which I'll tell you where they come from. Um, but this is why algae is like your superhero. It jumps in there and, and protects them and gets rid of them. Um, but superoxidismutase is an enzyme and a high heat kills enzymes. So if you buy a lesser expensive algae where they used high heat, like most of them do, you don't get the benefit. The SOD is deactivated. Mm. Um, so, so this high heat thing is more important than you think. And when we talk about the two algae, I'll explain the two different algae. Spirulina is a blue green algae. Chlorella is a green algae, but the blue pigment that's in spirulina it has amazing healing properties as well, including proven to kill cancer cells. I'd say that was pretty important, but it too is deactivated by high heat. So unless you're getting an algae like ours that is raw, so it has not been exposed to high heat, the only other place you can get these preventative nutrients is from frozen spirulina because it all has not been exposed to high heat. But trouble with spir frozen spirulina is that it's um, uh, expensive, hard to travel with, expires quickly, is messy, and you can't avoid the flavor. Like with ours, the tablets, you can eat, you can swallow them if you don't like the flavor. So um, that's why there's uh, places like the uh, Hippocrates Institute or the Gershon Institute, uh, and they use frozen spirulina when they're treating people who are quite sick. Um, but they want to start recommending us because it's hard for people to get the frozen spirulina when they go home. Um, but unless you have raw 
spirulina, you're not getting those protective nutrients like the SOD and the blue phycocyanin. So, so we're very proud of, uh, I'm very proud of, because I chose all the production capabilities. Um, and there's other, there's other nuances about the production um, process, but you have to remember, I didn't plan to start a company. I just wanted to help my sister. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I thought, well, I can help a few more people when I you know, started lecturing. And then, then that led me to algae. Algae just the, turned out to be the best and easiest way for me to accomplish my goal, which was to help people um, preserve, protect, or re- um, regain their health in a way that's effortless. Because, you know, let's face it, here in North America, and it's probably the worldwide, if it's not fast and easy, it's not yeah. sustainable. Um, I we we've worked for years with chiropractors who try to give nutritional coaching to people, and I'm sure you do too. And getting people to stay true to the recommendations you give them is really hard. Um, so uh, so this way, we, you know, 100% of people can swallow water, so they can swallow the tablets um, effortlessly, and and that way they can maintain um, a program and and uh, get their health back or protect it. Absolutely. I mean, you're right. It is probably the number one thing, you know, when I tell folks, you know, they're like, how many cups of veggies do I really need in a day to make an, you know, a dent in what, you know, my health and things of that nature. And, the, and when I give them the answer that I truly believe it's like six to eight cups or more a day, the the eyes get wide and then, you know, the excuses come. So, you know, having something like the energy bits is quite, quite useful here because- yeah. It's it's packed nutrition. Now, you know, one of the things you mentioned, toxicity and and using, you know, in in my industry, we use the algae for pulling out toxins and in particular yep. mycotoxins, things of that nature. So this is a huge, huge concept. And I first saw your product with Dr. Jess in yes. in California. And that's yeah. where I first came to see, oh, energy bits. Okay. Okay. She's, she, <laughs> she's talking all about it. So let's, let's talk about a little bit again about binding up toxins, carrying them out of the body, and then let's move into the mitochondria. Cause I think yeah. for folks longevity, you know, and, and, and slowing down the aging process, mitochondria yeah. is where it's at. Well, um, uh, so as a segue into that, um, I, I think you probably agree that I I think there's two main reasons why people are not uh, aging well mm-hmm. and, and or just living well. We don't get the nutrition that we need because our our soils are so overcropped that they don't have minerals anymore. So even if you are eating organic, even if you are eating those five or eight cups of vegetables a day, you simply are not getting the nutrition that your grandparents had. It's just the state of our world. They've done studies that show that the ozone layer has deteriorated. And in the process, the plants are now producing more sugar and carbs and fewer, less protein and, and fewer uh, key minerals like or nutrients like chlorophyll. So number one, we simply are not getting the nutrition that we need to live optimally. And number two, the average adult in America now apparently has 700 toxins in them. 700 toxins. Our immune systems were not built to sustain that kind of load. So as you're going to find out, spirulina answers the question the problem of not getting proper nourishment and chlorella, which we'll talk about right now, addresses the issue of pulling out toxins. Because while spirulina is is uh, cleansing because it has the chlorophyll, it's not detoxing. Mm-hmm. Um, chlorella is the detoxing algae. In fact, it's a wellness algae. That's why we call our our chlorella recovery bits because it helps you recover your health. And um, it does that in a couple of ways. Uh, number one, it um, and usually I talk about spirulina first, but we'll 
we'll get we'll do the chlorella first. Uh, <laughs> chlorella has the highest chlorophyll in the world. And if you're wondering, well, how important is chlorella? Is chlorophyll? Here's a chemical comp picture of a chemical composition of a hemoglobin, and here's the chemical composition of chlorophyll. Notice that they're virtually identical. The only difference is in your blood. There's an iron atom in the middle, and that's what carries oxygen, and in, in chlorophyll is magnesium. But the iron atom, oxygen is critical for health because that's what keeps everything going. Uh, and chlorophyll, because it's so similar to the hemoglobin structure, um, builds your blood. They've used chlorophyll for centuries. Uh, whenever people had surgeries or injuries, they would give them liquid chlorophyll, even as recently as World War II, because the patient would heal just as fast. So number one, chlorella, because it has so much chlorophyll, builds your blood. By the way, it has 500 times more chlorophyll than arugula and 25 times more chlorophyll than liquid chlorophyll. And these numbers come from the Linus Pauling Institute on their website. So I don't make this stuff up. So in fact, chlorella is called chlorella because of the chlorophyll. Um, <laughs> and my arugula goes yellow after day three. So I'm sure yours does as well because there wasn't enough chlorophyll in the, in the beginning. So that's number one, build your blood. Number two, chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. Who knew? Uh, why is that important? Because your cells are made of lipids. That's a fancy way of saying fats. That's why we take omega-3, D, in uh, E, because those are healthy fats that keep the lipid membrane porous so that nutrients can get in, toxins can get out. And so because chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment, it does the same thing. Lots of people go on cleanses, plant cleanses. And I think a lot of the cleansing is because of the chlorophyll that's helping nourish that cell wall. Because you want to keep your cells porous to allow the nutrients in and toxins out. And, and that keeps the pH slightly alkaline. There's a range of zero to 14 for uh, alkalinity and acidity. And 7.1 is just slightly alkaline. Why is that important? Because a scientist back in the uh, 30s, uh, Otto Warburg, who won a Nobel Prize, he's a, he was a German scientist. He's dead now, of course. Anyways, he discovered that uh, cancer can only exist in an acidic environment. So as long as you can keep your pH, your cells of your pH uh, the pH of your cells rather slightly alkaline, that will ensure there's oxygen in there and you can help prevent um, a cancer from taking hold because it generates uh, energy through some, a process called fermentation. So anyway, so chlorella has highest chlorophyll, which builds your blood, which keeps your cells pH slightly alkaline because it's the most alkaline food in the world. It builds your cell walls and Here's the best part. It has a hard cell wall. It's a hard cellulose wall, hardest in the plant kingdom, that pulls out heavy metals and toxins. We're talking lead, mercury, radiation, aluminum, anything, spores, microtoxins, alcohol, anyone, we're getting into the festive <laughs> era. So we know there's going to be a few cocktails, a few glasses of wine. This is going to be your godsend. You want to take 30 of these um, before bed because it will pull out all the alcohol in your bloodstream. You'll be sober in an wow. hour and a half and you will never have a hangover. I Whoa. promise you, I promise you it works every single time. So, and because it has that hard cell fiber, it has, uh, it feeds your gut biome so you can nurture and nourish your healthy bacteria uh, and has all of the nutrients that your immune system needs. Remember, 80% of your immune system is in your gut. So all of these combined to make chlorella a wellness and detoxing algae. It's very much a gut health algae, which you're going to find out is completely different 
from spirulina, which is a um, mitochondria and brain health. Uh, it energizes you and nourishes your mitochondria and your brain. But chlorella is very much a healing algae. Now, you can take chlorella any time of day. I snack on it all day long. But at the very, very least, I recommend you take it before bed. And why is that? Because when you sleep, this is when your body goes through a detox repair cycle. By the way, chlorella has the highest tryptophan in the world, which is a precursor to melatonin. <laughs> so it helps you get to an, into a deep sleep. And the, it also stimulates peristalsis, fancy word for saying bowel movement. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and you know, getting good stuff in and bad stuff out is part of the process. So you want to get rid of that junk in your trunk and chlorella will certainly help you do that. And it, you know, constipation is a very big issue, particularly as you age, partly because people are eating very processed foods, which slow down your digestion and cause you to be constipated. Very often you don't have the enzymes to help you digest. If you're taking any medication, those are very constipating. So this is your answer and it's food. So you still get 40 vitamins and minerals, 60% protein, highest chlorophyll in the world. You're getting rid of the junk in your trunk. You're cleaning out while you're getting your beauty rest. You're getting all the, you know, it's like having a scrub-a-dub in your brain, pulling out aluminum. Um, so, and you get wellness benefits from just 10 tablets a day. But if you want detox, you do need closer to 30 tablets. Because if you don't have enough of the chlorella, it will not hold on to the metals and, and pull them out. And if you are doing a detox... Um, I, I, I take that much at least every day anyways, but um, uh, if you don't want to take 30 every day, to, you know, take it for a month and then, you know, dial down to 10 a day and then maybe go back to 30. But honestly, you'll feel so great with 30 that you'll probably, you'll probably love it. But 10 will give you the wellness benefits for sure with all that chlorophyll and all the cleansing and the, it has the daily requirement of K2, which is a very important. And at 10 tablets a day, We'll talk about this later on because um, we have a 20% discount code for your, your, your community. It works out to a dollar a day. Yeah. 10 tablets a day costs you a dollar a day. And I didn't mention this earlier, but each tablet has the same nutrition, whether it's chlorella or spirulina, as an entire plate of vegetables. Yes. One tablet gives you an entire plate of vegetables. So you were talking about trying to get people to eat five or eight cups <laughs> of, of um, vegetables a day. Here's your answer. Take 10 of these a day, and that's like 10 of those. Problem <laughs> solved. And you can travel with them. You can put them in lunch bags. You can put them in your car, your handbags. They're great for snacking. They're great for uh, all your family. It doesn't matter what age. Animal, your pets will love them too. But very, very cleansing, very healing, builds your immune system, protects you. You'll probably never have a cold again uh, if you take these every single day for a dollar a day. I tell yeah. people these two algae, especially when you find out about what spirulina does, this is like a trust fund. This is your nutritional <laughs> health trust fund. Would you ever turn a trust fund down? I don't think so. What does a trust fund do? Gives you money so that you can live your life as you choose. So do these. These are like money. You can't, more money, it gives you more options and more choices. And so do these. This will give you more energy so you can have more um, cellular energy so you can do more things. Your trust fund right here, a dollar a day, You'd be crazy not to take them. And I, I personally have taken them every single day for 13 years and I don't know what I would do without them. <laughs> oh, it, it makes sense. I mean, there, there's so many benefits that I think a lot of people had no idea. The one thing you mentioned, which is intriguing to me with the chlorella is, is the iron, like how it looks like the iron molecule or the, 
was it the hemoglobin molecule? Now I can't remember, but here's where I'm going with it. Okay. (laughs) Is that so many people struggle with getting iron into their liver and storage of iron. So they're either slightly anemic or they're not storing iron within their liver. And so having the chlorophyll look just like that, I'm going, is this the missing link there? And, and does it help with circulation? Into the totally. Well, great question. And uh, the answer is yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. So um, first of all, both algae have the highest iron in the world, but they're, it's organic iron. Please, 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 anyone who's listening, do not take iron supplements. They are so bad for you because you can reach a toxic toxicity state. I've, and the mm-hmm. same thing with calcium. And we could talk about calcium separately. But um, because this is organic, remember, algae is food. Um, and also, I call algae intelligent food for two reasons. You have to be intelligent to take it. And it knows what to do in your body. So if you, for one reason, don't need the iron that's in the algae, your body simply won't absorb it. But it's a really great source of natural iron for you. And and iron is is what carries oxygen in your blood. So back to the blood and how this improves circulation. So, um, and it gets back to this alkalinity state thing, which is what got me on this whole journey because that's what my sister's oncologist. So this is not just some random person on the street saying, hey, you should try an alkaline diet. This is her oncologist. So this is an MD specializing in cancer. And I'm sure she knew about Otto Warburg, whose research showed that a slightly alkaline cell keeps cancer out of the cell. That's pretty important. But how do you do that? Because so many people are eating acidic foods. Sugar is very acidic. Processed foods are very acidic. Anything that's white is very acidic. So, and mm-hmm. meat sadly is also acidic, but you want to balance that out. So, so back to the blood. So yes, spirit, the, the chlorophyll builds your blood and it's be, partly because the chlorophyll is virtually identical to the hemoglobin itself. But here's the interesting thing. Your blood has to be even more alkaline than your the pH of your cell. Your pH of your cell is 7.1. Your blood needs to be 7.34. And, um, and, the, and if it becomes too acidic, your body is so intelligent. What it does is it pulls out minerals like calcium, magnesium, potassium out of your bones, out of your organs, out of your cells that deplete them to balance out the acidity that's in your blood. And if it didn't do that, you would die. But if you do that over and over and over again, it wears down your immune system. It turns your cells more acidic. It it pulls out minerals from your bones, which leads to osteoporosis. People think calcium is what is what makes your bones strong. It's minerals and protein. So you by having too acidic blood, and, and also your blood can get acidic from too many uh, um Uh, emotions, too much exercise. It's not just from food. There's a lot of things. Toxicity can make your, your blood more acidic. And here's the interesting thing about this alkalinity. So your blood, again, mother nature's, you know, a God as well is mother nature (laughs) and God are the same as far as I'm concerned. So (laughs) if you ever hold held magnets up and, and you know how they repel one another, right? Yeah. So the hemoglobin is the same way they uh, and they hold the oxygen inside with that little iron atom and you need to keep them nice and round to in order to hold that oxygen atom so the way they do that is they have a negative charge around them so they repel one another so they, but when your blood becomes too acidic from too much emotion or too much acidity from exercise or or too much acidic food they they lose that that uh, negative charge and they 
clump because they're no longer repelling one another. And so what does that do? It, 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 they make, they're so big now, they can't get into the capillaries. So the circulation is, is dropped, right? You're not getting oxygen into all those little tiny capillaries. And they're so distorted, they can't carry the oxygen anymore because the iron atom is now messed up. So by restoring the alkalinity and, and chlorophyll and algae are the most alkaline foods in the world, you restore the negative charge to the hemoglobin. So now they're nice and round again. You can do live blood tests if you want to check this out. And I've got examples of live blood tests of this, different, different um, blood disorders. The blood changes shape or it clumps or becomes long and skinny. But the bottom line is it can't carry oxygen very well and it cannot be distributed, distribute the oxygen effectively to throughout your bodies, which interferes with circulation. So Again, you know, all roads, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> lead to algae. You know, there, there's so many roads. It's just like, well, where do I even start? So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, spirulina does have chlorophyll in it as well. Not as much as chlorella because it has that second pigment called phycocyanin. And I do want to uh, yeah. talk about spirulina. But um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool for uh, building your blood, improving your circulation and preserving your bones, not to mention your immune system and your the pH levels at the cellular level. So pretty cool stuff. All things that we experience as we get older, you know, all things that that do start to show up. So this is huge. This is yeah. huge. Yeah, okay. it is really. And and again, effortless. You everyone can do this. You don't have to buy an expensive membership at a red light therapy center. You can if you want. You don't have to go for stem cell therapy. You can if you want, but you can do this in the comfort of your home for a dollar a day. So, you know, or add it to whatever else you're doing. So, anyways, that's spirulina, that's chlorella, very detoxing, um, cleansing, and and very healing uh to your gut and to your blood. The other algae is spirulina. Now, more people actually know about spirulina, and it's a blue-green algae. Now, I want you to know that there are tens of thousands of strains of algae, particularly blue-green algae. So if you ever read about a blue-green algae closing your favorite beach, we're not talking about spirulina. It's just another strain of algae. And I tell people, poor algae gets the bum rap, because here's the deal about algae. It, uh, it kills bacteria. And so when it shows up at your favorite beach, it's because there's bacteria there or there's toxins there. Now you didn't see the bacteria or you didn't see the toxins. So you didn't know they were there, but the algae will show up because it, that's what it does. It kills them. Now you still don't want to get near the algae because now it's absorbing. It's like a sponge. It's absorbing all the toxicity to pull it all out. So you don't want to get near it, but it does the same thing in your body. It pulls out toxins and it kills bacteria. But it's not the stuff that's in your closing your beach. This is grown again as, as a uh, hydroponically as a vegetable, although technically it's not a vegetable. In fact, um, I hesitated to tell people this until recently. They're starting to learn that good. There's a difference between good bacteria and, bacteria and bad bacteria. Spirulina is a bacteria. It's called a cyanobacteria. It was the first life on Earth 3.8 billion years ago. Just to put that in context, mankind has been on Earth 2 million years. Cyanobacteria, spirulina, has been here for 3.8 billion. It predates us by 3.4 billion years. So, And it's still here. So it's obviously doing something right. Anyways, 
Uh, so the blue-green algae that we're talking about, spirulina, harvested as a food crop. What its claim to fame is it gives you energy. And we all know as we get into menopause, perimenopause, menopause, you start to lose energy mentally and physically. It's mm -hmm. horrifying. And I have the answer for you. It's spirulina. And why does it do that? Well, let me tell you, it does it in both the immediacy and also long-term. So let's let's separate the two of them. The long-term one has to do with mitochondria health, and we'll get to that in a minute. But in the short term, spirulina has the highest protein in the world. It has um, three times the amount of protein at stake. This is by weight. So um, it's ours is 64% protein. Just to put it in context, animal protein is about 32%. So three times as much, right? And all of the protein in spirulina and chlorella are in individual aminos. What does that mean? Well, when you eat animal protein, it's all bound up, okay? And your body can absorb it like that. So it has to break it down into individual aminos. Now that can take two to three days. And sometimes if you don't have what's called the factors and cofactors, you may have eaten 50 grams of chicken, which is about the size of a fist, but you may only end up absorbing 10% of it, which means you get five grams of aminos, even though you ate 50 grams of protein. And then, but so it's very inefficient way to get your aminos. And as you get older, you need protein for sure, because lack of protein um, causes a lot loss of muscle. You have to work out as well, do weight bearing um, uh, exercises, but you know, uh, we can, I'm, I'm just dealing with the nutrition piece, but <laughs> animal proteins all bound up. Uh, then you have what's called collagen powder. These are in peptides, which are clusters of, uh, which are smaller groups of aminos. So they get absorbed faster, but algae protein is in individual aminos. So it's the fastest, most bioavailable protein in the world. It has 18 of the 20 aminos and has all nine that your body can't make. So it's, it's the perfect protein. And because spirulina is a bacteria, there is no cellulose wall, which means your body can get access to the aminos instantly. No time delay. What If you chew them, it's in your bloodstream in seconds because it goes sublingually through your mouth. Although I will admit most people swallow this because it's very chewy. So you get all that protein. It's loaded with B vitamins. If you've ever looked at any energy drinks, they're loaded with B vitamins. B vitamins convert the aminos into energy for you so that you get um, uh, uh, more energy in the moment. So you get a, a lift mentally and you get a, a lift um, um, physically. Now, this is different than a um, stimulant. Caffeine, sugar, and chemicals are stimulants. So if you'd had a cup of coffee or or a chocolate bar, you would just finally you would just wake up, and it's because the stimulants speed up the speed of the molecules from your brain to your body. But they're they're like throwing paper on a fire. It's like whoosh, you get this burst, which also in you know often if it's sugar, uh, you get a, a, a spike in your insulin, and then you have a crash later on. If you have a, a, a glucose monitor, you know that that's not good for you. Um, algae, the energy you get is like putting a log on the fire. It's not a burst because what it's doing is improving the energy at the cellular level. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So it's very steady energy, not a stimulant. That's why you could have spirulina before bed and it wouldn't keep you up because it's cellular energy. When you have more cellular energy, it's like having more money. Your body decides what to do with that cellular energy. So let's say you have you know, 15 of these uh, spirulina tablets before a workout, you'll have a great workout. You'll have more energy and you won't even notice it. Or maybe you're going <clears> to... <throat> 
go uh, driving, you'll just have more focus. Uh, mm -hmm. Or maybe you're going to go to bed. You're just going to have a better sleep because it's your body deciding what to do with that energy, It's not, which is different from the stimulant, which is a, a spark. This is the log. This is the trust fund mm. because this gives you what you need. So, And it also satisfies your hunger. We have so many people using this for intermittent fasting because there's zero carbs, uh, it's ketogenic, so it does not decrease your ketones or increase your glucose. I really encourage people, and you'll find out later in a moment why, uh, I encourage you to do intermittent fasting. And sometimes it's difficult to get into that because you're hungry and tired. If you have to delay eating until like noon or one o'clock, this solves the problem. It keeps you in a fasted state, but it does not make you hungry. You, if hunger is gone, we have people using losing weight with this because each tablet is only one calorie, and yet it gives you fifty percent of your um, or sixty four percent protein. It gives you all the um, uh, forty vitamins and minerals. Lots of times when you're dieting, you're you're eating less and you're eating fewer choices of foods, and so you end up missing important nutrients. Yeah. Anybody who's carnivore, you are missing important nutrients. This is great for carnivores, by the way. A lot of people go carnivore because they have, um, the, they found plants like uh, uh, the nightshades had lectins and oxalates in them, which upset their stomach. And of course, so they go carnivore, so they don't have, they can, you know, heal up their stomach lining. There are no lectins and oxalates. And for those of you who don't know what lectins or oxalates are, they're um, tiny, sharp proteins that plants, land plants have developed evolutionarily to protect themselves from bugs and predators. They don't want bugs. And so they taste terrible to the bugs and they upset their stomach too. So it keeps them away so the plant can you know, continue to thrive. Well, algae started in the ocean. So it never had to develop lectins and oxalates to protect itself. So there aren't any. So whether you're a carnivore or vegan, you can enjoy the benefits, health benefits of spirulina or chlorella algae um, and still stay true to whatever your lifestyle choice is. So you get energy in the moment, satisfies your hunger, helps you lose weight. We have a lot of people actually um, saying that this is mother nature's Ozempic because Ozempic is a drug that kills your appetite. This kills your appetite too, but it nourishes you at the same time. When you're taking Ozempic, you're not eating. And honestly, I don't know what's going to happen with a lot of these people when they come off Ozempic and they've been missing all these nutrients. You know, your body is constantly changing. There's a great expression, I, an Asian expression that says you never step in the same river twice. Your body is the same way. <laughs> you have 30 trillion cells and every day 30 trillion die and every day 30 trillion grow back. Well, if you're not giving your body the nourishment it needs to grow back those cells in a healthy way, you're going to run into some trouble. So this will help stop your hunger without stopping the recycling, the regrowing of your cells in a healthy way. Um, so I think it's much more, it, it can help you if you are on Ozempic uh, it, or if you, we have, uh, we work with doctors whose patients have um, stomach staples or, and gastric bypass because they can't get the nourishment they need from food. They can't eat enough mm -hmm. food. Here's your answer. There you go. Right. And these <laughs> tiny little tablets, just take a few of them every day. Um, so very nourishing in the moment. It's loaded with essential fatty acids, which are important for your brain, which help stimulate um, your brain functioning. And in fact, as you're going to find out when we get to the mitochondria, um, because spirulina is so helpful for your mitochondria and because your brain has the highest mitochondria in your body, there's 2 million per cell in your brain. Uh, it heals your brain. And there's a great book um, called Brain Energy. I encourage people to, to get 
Uh, Dr. Chris Palmer is a psychiatrist and a uh, physician at the Harvard Medical School. And his whole book is about how all brain issues, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder are due to damaged mitochondria. And because spirulina heals the mitochondria, it definitely heals your brain. And I mentioned this to somebody earlier today, and I held up these the book cover and our, and the spirulina. Oh my gosh! They like match. The, who knew? Right? <laughs> Was meant to be. So very nourishing spirulina. Very nourishing. Great for a um, pre workout. Great for intermittent fasting. Just satisfies your hunger. Gives you the nourishment that you need. And speaking of nourishment, we do sell the bags, the algae and large bags of a thousand tablets, and. There's so much nourishment using that quote from NASA. Each bag of a thousand tablets has the same nutrition as 551 pounds of vegetables. Just wow. let that sink in. That's about 30 grocery carts of vegetables. Do you want to buy one bag of algae or do you want to drag home 30, 30 carts of vegetables and throw half of it out and still not get the nourishment you need? This is why I call it efficient nutrition. And again, for a dollar, if you took 10 tablets a day, um, that would cost you a dollar a day. Now, most people take the spirulina in the morning or the afternoon because that's when you're tired or hungry or you want a snack in the afternoon. It's food, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a drug. It's not a supplement. You can have as much as you want. Um, the, we fuel NHL teams. They have 75 spirulina before a game because they need lots of energy on the ice. They need lots of focus. And they put 70, they take 75 chlorella after a game because it pulls out lactic acid. So it helps them re, um, recover from all that activity. Um, we fuel NH um, Olympic teams as well. So um, it's, as I say, you can have as much or as little as you want. Great for kids. Anyone who has a family, um, give the children, they actually like to chew them because it turns their tongues green. But um, you give them one or half a tablet per their age. So if they're six, give them three spirulina a day and three chlorella. If you take, if they take chlorella, honestly, they will probably be the only kids at school without colds. Um, but there, again, there's no upper limit. Pets, your pets are going to go gaga over <laughs> this stuff. So uh, that's the true test if your if your uh, pets love them. <laughs> Let, let's talk about pets for a second because I do get a lot of questions. I, I call myself a pseudo. I'm I'm not a veterinarian by any means, but I end up being a sepin sometimes when it comes to people asking me, "Well, if I'm going to do this for myself, can I do it for my pet?" And of course, you know, while I I am generally making recommendations, you've seen some results for pets. So give us a little scoop on like, say you've got a, a dog or a cat or you know those are tip animals let's go with how how do you give them to them what do, what do you do yeah just give them as a treat give them uh depends on the size of the dog uh, the pet again they're like humans there's no upper limit and i'll give you a funny story um so many people who worked with me have had pets and so and, and even customers write us all the time and this one time this uh, woman she had a, a lap dog and she left the bag. She'd been giving the, her her dog the tablets and the, the dog loved them. And she just bought a new bag and just left it on the counter, forgot about it. This little lap dog jumped up to the kitchen counter, ate the entire bag. So that's a thousand tablets. She called me in a panic. Oh my God, is he going to die? Oh my God. And I said, no, he'll just throw up probably a little bit and his poop will be green. He'll be fine. And exactly what happened. So because it's food, you know, we know that you can't give chocolate to dogs, but this is just food. But for your, you know, you give your, if it's a small pet, you know, maybe three or four tablets, uh, a larger pet, 10. Another funny story, we had somebody who was hiking 
and uh, in the White Mountains. And um, they, uh, they when they one night the camp was um, invaded by some bears. So everybody got out of their sleeping bags and ran off. And they came back a couple hours later, and they had baggies of supplements. Now the baggies of supplements had been ripped open, and all the supplements were still there. The bag of energy bits had been ripped open and licked clean. So even the bears know what's good for them. Um, and the reality is our pets are suffering from the same diseases that we are. They're getting cancer. They're having um, immune issues. Uh, they're um, uh, all just lethargy. Just It's unbelievable. And one of the great things, by the way, because there's so much chlorophyll and chlorophyll kills bacteria, um, your pet's breath will be so much better. Uh, their poop will be mo so much better. Their coat will be shiny because your our hair and their, their fur is predominantly uh, keratin and that's a protein. So, uh, and by the way, it will, especially spirulina, it will help your hair grow longer and faster. This is all my own hair. We, we used to have guys, a lot of young interns working for us, a lot of guys and they they kept saying oh my god i have to get my hair cut twice as often because it just it just grows faster so uh so pet cats and pets absolutely love this stuff just be forewarned they're going to want more of it so don't leave it lying around on the counter because they will do anything to get it's like catnip uh, except it's <laughs> it's it's nutritional catnip and it, it's really catnip for your cells too because it's it's so incredible your mitochondria are going whoa finally got us what we need so it's it's, uh, it's pretty amazing i don't know any animal that wouldn't like it <laughs> oh my goodness how fun how fun yeah, yeah. gosh so many things yeah. so many things with with the the algae and, and and you know spirulina chlorella they're two things that i think a lot of people you know now have a better but are going to have a better sense of what they are and they might be thinking Catherine, okay so say I need all the things that you've you've described throughout this podcast. I want to slow down aging. I want to get my energy. I want to help detox. How would someone get started? Should they start with one versus the other? Can you start with both because they're food? What's what's yeah. the typical recommendation? Yeah. And I, I do want to give you a little bit of a deeper dive or a dive period into the mitochondria, because when yeah. you understand what they are. Um, so we actually have a brand called Vitality Bits, which is a blend of the two algae. So okay. um, I generally try to start people with spirulina. And the reason for that is um, uh, uh, you will notice it within half an hour it, because it gives you energy. Um chlorella is a wellness and detox so it's more like a preventative algae and so you'll just notice that you don't have colds if you're taking 10 a day you'll notice it if you um, take the 30 after you drink alcohol that you don't have a hangover the next day or your muscles aren't sore if you took it after you exercise but but it's it's not as noticeable as the spirulina is and just okay. to pre-warn you know prepare you the kind of energy you're going to get is not like feeling you're going to jump off a, a tall building in a single bound, it's quiet energy because it's cellular energy. It's not a stimulant. You might not even notice it. Um, I, I, it's no, there's no drama with algae. It's just steady eddy. What you will notice is that you'll say, oh, gee, I'm not hungry. Or, oh, I, I can focus now. I, I don't feel tired like I used to at two o'clock or three o'clock. Or, or I can get to, I can get home and have a proper dinner at seven and not feel like I have to chew my arm off because I'm so hungry. So it's a stopgap. Like we're, we're, you could survive on this and forever. We're not suggesting that, 
but it's great to have in the morning to get you out the door, nourished and energized with a little perk up. The way you feel is you'll feel like you just had a great night's sleep. That's it. No more dramatic than that. But if you take it before a workout, you'll notice that you work out. Your workout is better if you take it before you write an exam or you need the focus uh, or you take it in the afternoon, your focus will come back and you don't need to take more and more each day. It doesn't work that way. It's just take the same, whatever amount works for you, take it. it. Sometimes it's 10 tablets, sometimes it's 15. We had someone who was so anemic. Um, they took two tablets and they... Then they wrote us and said, oh, my God, I've never had so much energy. I, I, you know, they they had a mm. they lived in the country and the, it came in the mail and their mailbox and they ripped open the package and took them on their way, walk back to their front door. And by the time they got to their door, they said their energy was improved and they painted their kitchen that day. Like the stories we get is crazy. So if you're anemic, a smaller number might work for you. But if you're not feeling better and energized and more alert, just take more. Um like I said, our NHL players take 75 and I take quite a few myself. So there's, there's no limit, but, um, and again, you can take it anytime, any time of the day. I, I came up with an analogy because I travel a lot and speak at a lot of conferences. And I thought, you know, spirulina is so energizing and nourishing in the morning, gives me what I need to get me off my day. I thought, Hey, it's kind of like room service, you know, <laughs> room service at your hotel and get you fed for the day. You're happy. You're out ready for, to rock and roll. And then, <laughs> Later in the day at the hotel, housekeeping comes in and cleans out all the stuff in your room that you don't need. And I thought, well, that's kind of like chlorella, kind of cleans out all the junk in your trunk. So think of spirulina as as housekeep as uh, room service and chlorella as housekeeping. Or as you're going to find out, spirulina is brain food and chlorella is gut food. And on the brain food, we all know that things like salmon and um, fatty fish, uh, uh, cold water fatty fish are brain food. And partly it's because of the omega-3. Well, I tell people, where do you think the omega-3 comes from? comes from algae. So the fish just consolidate it in their body. But you can cut out the middleman and get it straight from from uh, from the, the spirulina, which again, it's no surprise that this book, Brain Energy, is the same color as my spirulina. That, that was pretty funny. Just noticed that today. So it's very much brain food. And, and um, uh, uh, we actually did, um, and, and all the research pr uh, proves that. There's a whole book full of it. But we did our own clinical trial this year because we thought, well, let, you know, let's give this a go because we're very small. So uh, we w did a small clinical trial with a group called uh, The Gray Team. It's grayteam.org. They're based in Florida. And their main goal is to stop the suicide rate of military veterans, which is at a heartbreaking 35 to 50%. 35 to 50% of military veterans are killing themselves. That's just, I just, I can't even just to have that sink in. So they're trying everything they can to change this. So we did a small trial. We had a group of five veterans who'd been discharged for like 12 years and they'd had continued anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. One had multiple sclerosis. And all we did was give them a pouch of the spirulina tablets a day, 30 tablets in a little pouch, nothing else. We did a brain scan before they started and we hooked them up to a device called the Wavi, which measured their heart rate availability and some other things. So for a month, this is all they did. We said, don't change anything else. Just take these every day. Uh, the first brain scan showed all their brains were completely inflamed. Um, and after 30 days, inflammation completely gone. Pretty powerful stuff. And it was food. 
and they it improved their their um, sleep. Some some people had heart rate availability improved fifty percent, which is almost unheard of. So even with our own small little clinical clinical trial, it showed how powerful it was for the brain. And, and there's similar studies, and we'll do similar studies for heart and other purposes. But um, it's the gift that keeps on giving, honestly. Maybe you'll take it for energy, but you're going to end up having better um, cognition. Uh, you'll protect your heart. You'll have better skin, no wrinkles, um, better digestion. So it's, it, it is as close to a miracle food as you're going to get, except no one's ever explained to you how it works until now. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. So tell us about the mitochondria. Let's dive into the mitochondria and we'll round yeah. out the podcast with understanding the mitochondria effect. All right. There. Yeah. Well, I tell people I never eat alone. I eat with my mitochondria. Now that you'll know about it, you you'll be aware of it too. So what are the mitochondria? They're little organelles that are inside all of the, all of your cells and they generate cellular energy for everything. Now we're talking, when we say cellular energy, this isn't energy just to run to the store or go for a great run. This is what propels everything in your body. We're talking breathing, heartbeat, lymphatic system, digestion, cell turnover. Everything requires cellular energy and it's called ATP and it's all made by your mitochondria. And But uh, you wouldn't know about that. Um, now your mitochondria have their own DNA. And in fact, those DNA are what control everything that goes on in the mitochondria and all of your other DNA and all of your cellular communication. So they're very, very important to the health of your mitochondria. The problem is they get damaged by free radicals during this process of ATP because they're located exactly where the ATP is being produced. And in fact, there's only 37 mitochondrial DNA compared to your 22,000 regular DNA. Your regular DNA lasts a lifetime. Your mitochondrial DNA lasts an average of 10 days. Mm. It's because they're constantly getting damaged. So let's find out why. So here's your cell, okay? Inside your cell is your regular DNA, and then you have all these little mitochondria. Now think about it. There's 2 million of these little peanut-shaped things in each cell in your brain. Because your highest number of mitochondria are where your greatest energy needs are. Inside the mitochondria is where your ATP is produced. That's cellular energy. But what people don't realize is that a byproduct of ATP are free radicals. And your mitochondria DNA are located exactly where the, the free radicals are. So they're constantly getting bombarded by free radicals. Now, your regular DNA is way over here in the cheap seats. It lasts a lifetime because it's nowhere near where all the action is. Think of when you create ATP and you have all those free radicals. It's like sitting too close to a fireplace or a bonfire and sparks would fly and you might get burned. So that's what's happening to your mitochondrial DNA. They're so close to where the action is. They're constantly getting burned by all these free radicals. And what is a free radical? It's a molecule with an unpaired electron and nature strives for harmony. So if you have an unpaired electron, um, this is what antioxidants are for. They donate an extra electron to balance it out so that it won't steal. Otherwise, it steals, a uh, free radical will steal an electron from the next molecule. And now that molecule is unpaired and it will steal an electron and so, from the next one on and on it goes. So you get tissue damage. Think of it like if you were a kid, you went to the uh, cafeteria and someone stole your lunch. So maybe you go and steal someone else's lunch and then they steal someone else's lunch. So it's just like havoc everywhere. So in your mitochondria, where the ATP and the free radicals are being produced, this is where all the damage is occurring, right in here. The trick is, and I'll explain why in a minute, your mitochondria 
have two membranes. All of your cells have a lipid membrane, as I mentioned earlier, but your mitochondria has a second one. It's an inner membrane. And I'm going to tell you where that came from and why it's impenetrable to buy most antioxidants. You could eat a room full of blueberries and not a drop of antioxidants will get in there. And I don't know how geeky you want me to get, but the production of the actual ATP is uh, molecules that are embedded in that inner inner membrane. And so what they do is they take the electrons from the food that you eat and they pass them along from one another. And the final stage is ATP production. It's sort of like a relay race. You ever mm -hmm. watched a relay race, you have a runner and they pass the baton to the next runner and then that runner takes the baton and run goes to the next runner. And then the goal is to cross the finish line. Well, the same thing happens in the production of your ATP except instead of a baton being passed along, it's an electron. And instead of crossing a finish line, the, the goal is ATP production. Mm -hmm. But when you have damaged mitochondria, this process starts to become damaged. I'm gonna show you what happens. Now, th that picture I just showed you. So here's your molecules embedded in a, in, a, in a mitochondria. See how close they are? So that allows them to pass the electrons quickly. That allows you to generate ATP. That gives you cellular energy. And it keeps the number of electrons that leak out uh, to a minimum. So there's fewer free radicals. However, when your mitochondria get damaged, the mitochondria starts to expand and the, those molecules start becoming further and further apart from one another. So it's harder and harder for them to pass the electrons from one to the, the other. Two things happen. You get fewer ATP, which is fewer cellular energy being produced, and you get increased leakage of electrons which become free radicals. So as you your mitochondria get more and more damaged, more and more of this is going on, which causes less and less cellular energy and more and more free radical damage. And on the cellular energy thing, think about it, we just had Thanksgiving. Now, if you had a hundred guests to your house, I'm sure you didn't have quite that many, but if you did, no. and you only had one pie to, to share with a hundred guests, nobody would get much pie, right? They would not be very happy with you. Well, your body is the same way. If you aren't creating enough cellular energy, you have like the equivalent of a pie and only small amount of that cellular energy is being diverted to your lymphatic system, to your neurotransmitters, to your heart, to your cellular renewal, to your digestion. So nothing works well and nobody is happy. When you start to increase your ATP production and reduce your free radical damage of your mitochondria, it's like having a hundred pies. Now everybody's getting the cellular energy they need. Now you're able to think a little bit better. Now you're having more energy. Now your digestion is improved. And that's what algae does. And I'm going to tell you how it does it. But I just want to show you a real photo of a real healthy mitochondria and a damaged mitochondria. See all that empty space in the middle? Mm -hmm. That's where all those little molecules have been uh, spread out. So they can't pass the electrons easily. And so they get damaged. So the good news is if you have mitochondria damage and everybody does, and it's getting worse and worse as we get older, um, there are two solutions that do not require drugs or surgery. And they're just lifestyle and dietary changes. The first one is to reduce the number of free radicals being produced. And I'll tell you how to do that. And the second one is to remove the free radicals. But remember, virtually no antioxidants can get in there, but there are a few. One is called glutathione. The other one is chlorophyll. And the third one, and the most important one, is called superoxide dismutase. And guess what? 
algae has the highest concentration of all three of them. But we'll get, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Let's talk about how to reduce those free radicals. Easy peasy. Just reduce the number of carbs, processed carbs that you're eating. Carbs generate the most free radicals, cause the most damage to that ATP production process and cause the greatest leakage of, um, of electrons from that ATP process. Keto or low carb diets reduce the amount of free, of, of, um, free radicals because it's a much more efficient way to pro process energy, the ATP. But if you do fasting, intermittent fasting or long-term fasting and algae, you get virtually no free radical production. This is why I really encourage people to try intermittent fasting. When you're not eating, the your body isn't having to digest things. And so the energy can be directed to more things like cellular renewal or cleaning up with um, you know, healthy programmed cell death, which is called apoptosis or autophagy. And you want that sort of stuff. So, but it can only happen when you're in that uh, intermittent fasting stage and, and not generating a lot of free radicals. So number one, just try to eat fewer processed carbs, less sugar, and try to introduce intermittent fasting, even just gradually if you can. Okay, so that's one. That reduces the free radicals. Number two is to remove the free radicals. But remember, I said your, in, your mitochondria have that inner membrane that nothing, virtually no inter antioxidants can get in. They're not vitamin C, not vitamin E. And why is that? Because your regular cell membranes have things called porins. These are little openings, they're like windows mm -hmm. that allow nutrients, proteins, antioxidants in and out, but there aren't any porins in the inner membrane. But fortunately, things like superoxidismutase, glutathione and chlorophyll can get through that inner membrane. And superoxide is the most important one. And why is that? Here's the answer. The most damaging free radical of all is called superoxide, and it's created in the mitochondria. Why is so, superoxide so damaging? Remember I said free radicals usually have one unpaired electron, and so they steal from another tissue if they don't get an antioxidant uh, donating the, the, the electron. Mm -hmm. Well, superoxide has three unpaired electrons, so it's three times as damaging. That's why this antioxidant called superoxide dismutase is so powerful because what it does is it neutralizes the superoxide and turns it into water. Harmless water. Ta-da! Mitochondria saved. It's like having the firemen in there hosing down all those, <laughs> all those sparks damaging your mitochondria and bringing you back to life turning back on the light, the light, the lights in your mitochondria. It's like going from a 20 watt bulb to a hundred watt bulb. When your mitochondria are able to survive and thrive, they are more efficient at generating ATP, which gives you more energy, more cellular energy to do absolutely everything. So you definitely want to stop the free radical damage of your <laughs> mitochondria because they will look after you. You just have to look after them. The trick is Unfortunately, well, fortunately, when we are born, our body makes superoxide dismutase from the moment we are born, through our childhood, through our teens, until we're about 30. After about 30, your body stops making it, just like it slows down make, making melatonin, it slows down making glutathione, it stops making superoxide dismutase, and by the time you're 40 or 50, you have virtually none. So now your mitochondria have no protection from that free radical damage because other antioxidants 
can't get in there. Most of you aren't eating money vegetables, so you're not getting chlorophyll, which can also get in there. Most of you aren't eating um, uh, other nutrients that can, can uh, get in there, but algae has the highest concentration, especially spirulina. So this is why it's so helpful. A, spirulina and chlorella generate the fewest free radicals, as few as intermittent fasting, and it has all the antioxidants that you are now missing and can't find in any other food. By the way, superoxide dismutase is an enzyme. So at the very beginning, I mentioned how we do not use high heat to dry our algae. And this is, and this was, you know, I decided this at the very beginning. This is before I even knew about SOD. When you use high heat to dry your algae, you kill the superoxide dismutase, you deactivate it. So you may be getting all the other benefits of spirulina, but you're not getting the protective nature of superoxide dismutase because it's been deactivated. So because we do not use high heat, that's one of the things that makes our work so well because it does get into the mitochondria to stop that free radical damage. So it's pretty, pretty cool. And I, I want to show you why the final piece of why spirulina and chlorella are so perfectly matched to your mitochondria health. Because if you can look after your mitochondria, now you know how important they are and what they need to um, thrive. Um, hopefully it's like having a, an operating manual because we know that our cell phones need to be plugged in to get recharged with ele electricity. And we know our phone, our car needs gas. Well, your body needs certain nutrients too. And this SOD is one of the critical ones and we're missing it after the age of 40. So why can't all those other antioxidants get in there? Why can't drugs get into the inner membrane of the mitochondria? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Remember I said at the very beginning that um, uh, spirulina is a cyanobacteria and it was the first life on earth. So before cyanobacteria, earth was just gas and water, no oxygen, no life. Nobody really knows why this little uh, anaerobic cell started growing, but it did. And it generated ATP and it released um, oxygen as a byproduct. So a billion years later, now there's a lot of oxygen on earth, but it's struggling because it's it does better without oxygen. And larger cells that were uh, aerobic cells started growing, but they didn't generate ATP as well. So I, I imagine the conversation between the bigger aerobic cell and the little anaerobic cell going something like this. The big cell says to the little cell, hey, little guy, I see you're struggling there with all this oxygen. How about we join forces? I'll protect you from the oxygen and you come and make ATP for us because we're not doing so well. And that's basically, you know, I'm not sure if the conversation happened, but that's basically mm -hmm. what happened. So the original cell, which was a cyanobacteria like spirulina, got absorbed by the larger cell, but it didn't digest it. It coexisted and that became mitochondria. Your cyanobacteria became your mitochondria. And this is why your mitochondria have a second inner membrane, because when it got absorbed by the first one, that inner that first membrane didn't disappear. It just got covered with a second membrane, a lipid membrane that all of your cells have. But this is why algae and your mitochondria are so perfectly suited, because they're family. Your <laughs> mitochondria evolved from cyanobacteria. It's called endosymbiotic theory. You can Google it online. Mm -hmm. There's hundreds of articles, thousands probably in the PubMed uh, documenting this. It was a theory that was discovered in the 60s by a female scientist at uh, MIT. She was ridiculed for 10 years and then her peers all realized she was correct. And um, <laughs> so anyways, so that's why everything that's in algae can get through that inner membrane because they basically came from the same place. 
So if you ever had any doubts that they're perfectly suited for one another, I hope that helps you understand. (laughs) Awesome. That was, I mean, more than I have ever known about mitochondria connections, spirulina, chlorella, great stuff here. Great stuff here. So I'm sure folks are going to be wondering, okay, so how do we get a hold of the energy bits? How do we, how do we get a hold of this stuff? And of course we do have the code health fix guys. It'll be in my podcast notes at drjcrossnd.com as well. So give us the scoop. Where can we find you on social? All the things. Yeah. So our website is where the main action is. It's energybits.com, E-N-E-R-G-Y, B for boy, I, T for Tom, S for Sam. And uh, we sell large bags. We sell canisters. The canisters come with a little bag. You only buy a canister once. And then when the it comes with a bag inside it, and then when the bag is run out, then you just restock with... Um, New bags. Don't buy. You only. I say you only buy the bag. Now this is the spirulina. We have two brands of spirulina because I found women didn't like the packaging of the first one, and I started the company because of my sister and has more collagen than collagen mm-hmm. powder. So it builds your skin and hair. So these are both spirulina. Uh, the green one is chlorella. That's recovery bits, and then we have a blended one called vitality bits. So if you just don't want to have to think about taking them separately, again, try to take ten spirulina uh, a day in the morning or afternoon. You can have more, and at least ten chlorella a day before bed or more for detox purposes. And if you do that, it only costs you a dollar a day. So it's it's pretty efficient. Um, now, if you aren't ready to buy anything large, you want to test it out. I completely understand because this is probably all new stuff for you. So we sell on Amazon little pouches of 30 tablets. They're only $6. If you have prime shipping, you get them shipped for free. So try it out on Amazon if you have any questions and then come back to energybits.com and use your health fix um, for your 20% discount. We're also very active on Instagram and uh, Facebook and our handle is at energy bits. But um, even if you don't want to buy anything, just come to the website, energybits.com. We write a full blog every month, full of science references. Um, We're really here to educate people um, because if you don't know something, um, it's really hard to um, understand what's going on. It can be very scary. And there's there's so much um, information that's existed for almost 75 years, but you wouldn't know about it because scientists like to talk to Mm -hmm. other scientists. Um, The medical community or the pharmaceutical industry doesn't want you to know about this sort of stuff. Um, So it's naturopaths and homeopaths like um, uh, like, uh, Dr. J, who's helping you understand your body so that you're not being afraid of it. And um, all these things are, as I said, science-based, it's food, it's not from the ocean, no toxins, just be careful of where you buy it from because you won't get as many new benefits if it's not grown carefully. I can't take credit for, for algae. That's mother nature. But I can take credit for delivering something that's safe and has the maximum uh, nutrients for you. So um, uh, I, I couldn't live without it myself. And I'm 67, just in case anybody was wondering. So um, <laughs> I'm proof that this stuff works. <laughs> My goodness, my goodness, you look fabulous. It's, you know, it's impressive stuff. I'm excited to to talk about it further with my folks because I think definitely it is one of the things that is overlooked because we just don't understand. And, and today yeah. you've definitely cleared up a lot of things and a lot of questions for myself included. So thank you so much, Catherine, for coming on. I really yeah. appreciate it. Well, thank you for all your great work. It takes all of us to help people, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, fellow health junkie, thanks for listening to the Health Fix podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in, 
please help support me to get the word out about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review, and just get that word out. Thanks again for listening.